B. And this is L. And this is Not Your Girlfriend's Podcast, episode 17. So thanks for tuning in to our loyal listeners and any new listeners that have started following us on this journey. Yeah. Um, it's with a somewhat heavy heart that we present to you our last episode of season one. I know. It's exciting. Had a long journey here. Yeah, we have. So over the past six months, I think we've given you guys a very, um, a very, very close up view to our dating lives. And we kind of want to wrap up and talk about lessons learned and like everything that we've gone through and experienced and, and, you know, learned up until this point on this journey. Yeah, it's been six months, exactly, pretty yeah. much, um, since we started the first episode to now. Yeah. Do you have a favorite episode? Ooh, that's hard. So I guess, you know, I have to say, like, my gut reaction to that is that it was the rejection episode. So episode, what number was that? 13. So you've been rejected. That was like, I feel like I had mid episode epiphanies <laughs> and it was really like, it was eye opening. Okay, um, I learned a lot. It's so weird that you say that because my gut reaction is that same <laughs> because, because it's one of the only episodes I listen back to for myself, like for to listen to my own advice <laughs> to be like, listen, bitch, you gotta like listen to whatever the fuck you're saying. Yes. Yeah. So I listened to that episode and then I watched He's Just Not That Into You. <laughs> and both of those things helped me kind of recalibrate and mm -hmm. like, you know, remember to keep in mind that like guys will pursue if they are interested yeah. and if they're not they are either soft or hard rejecting you but the answer is kind of no kind of no um i think my favorite after that one would have to be um one of the one of the early ones uh which is episode four what's wrong with sex in 2018 oh. and how you can do right god that's my second one too <laughs> You can't use the same one. Okay, okay. I also really loved Year of the GM, Gay Babes, with our friends K and T. I thought that was a super fun, high energy episode. So, okay, fine. I'll change my answer. That's my second favorite. And that was episode 11. Yes. The Year of the DM. It was a good one. Which I think it is the Year of the DM. It absolutely is. Yeah, I loved I loved What's Wrong with Sex in 2018 because I think... You can listen back to that, like to this day, you know, and still learn a lot of things. And like it really I still come across a lot of women who are not, you know, being upfront about what they want or like have a guy like like she would pretend to orgasm when they even if it's a hookup situation. Yeah. It's just like not OK. I feel like yeah. so many people need to change their mindset when it comes to like feelings and dating. Yeah. Like now like we can talk about change but you got to do it you yeah know? that's definitely an episode that I always like want to recommend to people mm -hmm. like either women that need to advocate for their own needs more or men who need to understand that maybe they're not meeting women you know women's needs um and ask the right questions so that they are 
but I guess it's a little difficult telling someone, hey, like, here's me diagnosing your problem. You should listen to this episode because right. you have it. Um, another favorite after that is uh, episode nine, Millennials Get Married. And that was a guest episode with my my, my two friends who are married. Mm-hmm. And I thought I liked that one because it gave like a different narrative to, I think, what we say a lot of the time, which is like single, be single, be on dating apps. Like, yes. But like also like if you're with somebody and you love them, like you can do that too yeah like, that was probably our most wholesome <laughs> yeah no it definitely was like I think anyone who listens to that episode um that was episode nine um would you know we're kind of like hear the love between them and that's like something that's like exists yeah. I think we all need a little reminding that love is out there yeah there's hope in sight guys yeah. just yeah. you know stick in there hang it hang in <laughs> so um I have a story to share yeah so um this actually started about a month ago um but I didn't want to you know tell our listeners about it just yet um because I kind of wanted to see where it would go I didn't want to give like a you know second date update and say yeah things are great and then like you know maybe not have them continue being great but the ship has fully sailed and sunk and I am fully ready to talk about it okay great so we're gonna call this guy wedding date um, so B and I were out at a bar in Bushwick um, about a month or so ago, and it was just the two of us. Um, oh, if you guys remember, there was an older episode where we talked about um, the guy who invited multiple Tinder girls. Um, and so this was like the end of that night after we had left House of Yes and just went off to a bar by ourselves. Yeah, I think in episode 13... So you've been rejected. We talk about that. Yeah, that sounds about right. Um, And so we go off to this bar by ourselves. B starts talking to the guy next to her. So then I'm just like sitting there like with like nursing my whiskey by myself. And this guy comes up and he starts chatting with me. And he says that um, he's with his like soon to be married friend. So he's third wheeling too. And they told him to come up and say hi to me because they noticed I was by myself. So we start chatting and he's like easy to talk to. And, you know, it's conversations flowing. Um, I ask him to come out for a smoke with me. Um, And so we, we have good conversation for a bit. B comes up and clearly is, like, not giving this guy the time of day. So I was talking to this, like, male model, and we were having, like, a really good chat about, like, the industry and shit. Like, it was very platonic. Like, he tried even to, like, get me, like, laid. Like, <laughs> so so I didn't really see who you were talking to until we were about to leave and you were outside. And then you're like, this is this dude. And I was like, why is this fucking Post Malone lookalike? Why are you <laughs> cool guy and like very mellow and like yeah. I don't know just after like that's not impressed Tinder, after Tinder fuckboy like had ruined my night like I was like down for some very like mellow like you know leveling conversation so it was alright um, so we talked to him for another minute or two him and I exchanged numbers and you know we gave him a see you later um, and we went off to get uh, to get drunk food mm-hmm. And so he texted me a few times over the next couple of weeks, like wanting to meet up and get drinks. And like, I was kind of just like so busy with my own life that I would not answer for like two, three days and then answer and be like, hey, sorry, I like totally just forgot to answer this, which was true. Mm-hmm. Um, I wasn't intentionally ghosting or not answering. I just was busy. And so finally, 
he's like, hey, like, I know that, like, like, I know you've been busy and stuff, um, but I want to see, you know, if we can get drinks sometime, like, how's this weekend looking for you? And I was like, okay, like, I can do that. And he was like, you know, I hope you appreciate my persistence because I do want to make this happen. I thought you were really cool. And I want us to at least get a chance to, like, get drinks and see if there's anything there. And I was like, okay, like, I like I appreciate the persistence for sure. And I appreciate... And honesty, you know. Yeah, yeah. Like, like I appreciate the candor of it, of, of saying, like, you know, that we should at least give it a shot. So we did that. We had drinks in my neighborhood, And it was fine. We had good conversation again. Um, We, like, made out a little bit, but it wasn't, like, anything too hot and heavy. And Were you, like, sexually attracted to him? Like, or was it more like a personality thing? Because it seems like at first it was, like, personality. Like, the fact that, you know, he, like, came up to you and then, you know, chatted with you. And then, like, you had, like, I'm not hearing a lot of, like, he was so hot. You know, like, yeah. Right. And full disclosure, he wasn't, like, so hot, but he had a cute face and, like, he was, I don't know, yeah, he was more personality. Yeah. Um, But so, I I don't know, like, the way that the, like, makeout initiated was kind of just, like, a gap in the conversation and he like went for it and I was like okay and like he was a good kisser and like the makeout itself was good and like that like made me think okay like there could be some like sexual attraction here um but we left it at that um he walked me home we said good night and you know made we said that we would do something again soon so then a week later so we actually got to get tacos which is what we we're supposed to have done like for the first date but that was the date that ran super late so we couldn't do it for so this time we go out he picks a place it wasn't a bad choice of restaurant it was just bad circumstances that there happened to be a burlesque show on at the restaurant that night so it was like a little awkward because like we don't really know each other that well yet it's very loud it's hard to hear each other um and in addition I like hadn't eaten all day so I was like having like vague dizzy spells and kind of seeing spots behind his head so we had a few rounds there ate a little bit and then he was like listen like let's get out of here you know it's really hard to hear each other and I feel like we need to you know we need to change up the scenery so we left we had drinks somewhere else it was fine it was good we kept having like gaps in conversation that he would then fill with, like, comments about how he was, like, really happy that we made this happen. And he really, like, appreciates me as a person. Kind of just... Something's more of a turn-off, is it? Kind of just <laughs> gushing with, like, compliments on how, like, he finds me so intelligent and so attractive and so funny and so cool and this and that. And he actually at one point was like, yeah, I expected you to be, like, a huge bitch like your friend B. <laughs> surprised that you're not and it was like it was kind of funny it was like an innocent but like snarky comment yeah um but so you know it was it was fine it wasn't like the best date ever but it was fine and towards the end of the night I'm just like yeah like I'm tired like do you want to second date end of second date I'm like yeah I'm tired and we're like close to my place so I'm like do you want to walk me home so he walks me home we get to my door and I'm like do you want to come for come up for a nightcap So he comes up, I pour us some whiskey, we're like sitting on my bed, like just drinking whiskey and talking. And he had been mentioning his sister's upcoming wedding. Mm -hmm. And like he had mentioned it a few times. We had talked about it. He mentioned that it was at a really nice hotel in the city. And um, 
I kind of felt like the invite was coming. Mm-hmm. But as we're, like, sitting on my bed, drinking whiskey, he starts talking about it again. I'm like, oh, God, this is the moment. And so, lo and behold, he asks me to be his date. And he's like, it'll be a really, like, ritzy, like, fun night. And, like, it doesn't have to be that big of a deal. Um, But, you know, I have a really good time with you. So I think I would have a really good time with you at the wedding. And I'm kind of on the spot. And he also, like, seems like a nice guy. And I'm also, like, it would be a really, like, great excuse to buy, like, a really sick dress. And, yeah, like, I mean, the weddings are fun. Open bar. Right. Like, especially a New York wedding. Right. Bougie, like, hotel. So like, I guess I kind of got... I was on the spot and talked myself into it a little bit, too. And was like, okay. So I said yes. And um, then, yeah, then he, like... He was like, we don't have to have sex tonight. Like, I just, I appreciate you as a person and I don't want to rush things. And at this point, I'm like starting to get a little nervous. I'm like, okay, is this more serious than I really wanted it to be? Um, But so I kind of initiate and we do have sex and it's not good. Mm. It's really like not. It's it's not good. Um, Disappointing yet not surprising. Yeah. (laughs) And so he's like getting ready to leave and he's looking for his hat and he's like oh I can't find my hat like it's fine if I can't find it it's just a good excuse to see you again (laughs) I go into like panic mode and start like turning my room upside down like no we gotta find the hat gotta find the hat of course we'll see each other again but gotta find the goddamn hat and I find it and I give it to him and he leaves and like at least like for my like peace of mind I'm like there's nothing you know tying me to seeing this guy again other than the wedding invite Mm -hmm. the wedding is a month out from then by the way, so, you know. Another month of dates. Another month of dates, and at this point I knew that the sex was bad, so I had kind of um, a really big internal conflict at this point. Did he know the sex was bad? Did you make that clear that you weren't having a great time? Did he ask you if you came? It was, he didn't come either. Okay, did he ask you if you did? So, no, uh, he was like, was it good for you? And I was like, it could use work, or like something like, that says, no, it wasn't good, but without, like, getting too into it. Also, at that point, I kind of just wanted him, like, yeah. to leave. Yeah. Um, without him having, like, a really deep, sensitive conversation with me about it. So I just kind of left it at, like, you know, it could, it could use work. Um, and so he left, and then over the course of the next week, he just, like, was texting me way too much and, like, continued gushing with compliments of how great I am and it was just it was too much so I kind of stopped answering and towards the end of the week he was like okay so do you not like you know whatever it was he had sent me um he's like do you not like whatever this is or like happiness in general (gasps) and that's rude I wrote back and I was like mostly happiness and then I wrote him this like long like This long um, text starting with, listen, you know, I had a good time with you, but I don't see this going anywhere. I'm also not in a place where I'm looking for anything right now. And I think that going to this wedding with you is going to give you the wrong impression. I also think that, like, 
you know, having to introduce me to your immediate family and then the rest of your family. Like, I think it's it's going to continue to give you expectations. It's a lot. It's a lot to ask someone who you've had two dates with to go be your date to a wedding, to your sister's wedding. Like, you're an important... It's not like you're going to, like, an aunt's wedding or, like, something like right, that. Right, or a friend, a friend from college yeah. or something. Like, this is it's like, your sister. Yeah, no, exactly. And so, like, I basically communicated that, like, I'm not... I don't want to continue to lead you on. I don't have any like desire to continue this um and I don't think it's a good idea for me to come to the wedding with you and he came back with like 10 messages like in a row like basically trying to guilt me out of my answer and saying like he had already had his mom like handwrite me an invitation and express mail it over and everything and like you know he didn't want it to be a big deal he just enjoys my company and we would have a good time together and like all of these reasons to try to dissuade me from saying no but that made it worse because then it was like you're not letting me be honest about how I feel Mm. you're trying to change my mind yeah and so I kind of felt like at this point like I should just stop answering but you know, I asked a few people, yourself included, B. Yeah, um, and you said, advice. and you said to give to tell him, listen, like this isn't going to go anywhere. But if you really need a date for the wedding, like I did already commit, so yes, like I'll be your date if you need me to. But I think we need to have the understanding that you know it's not going to go anywhere from there. And so I said that, and that just opened up a whole other can of worms where, like, he was then like, so what is it? Like, what's wrong with me? Like, what don't you like about this, and what can I change? That's crazy. If a girl did that to a guy, she'd be fucking crazy. Yeah, and the whole thing was just, it was so needy and so overwhelming. And I was at work, and granted, it was a Friday, so I wasn't doing much work anyway, but I was sitting there, like, fully staring at my phone, paralyzed in anxiety about having to tell this guy, like, just stop. Like, it's yeah. it's too much. You're being too needy. Like, I can't do this. And so finally, after maybe, like, 50-plus messages from him later, I'm finally just, like, I can't continue to, like, battle with him about it and feel like this is, like, up for debate. Yeah. <laughs> so I actually had my, like, married friend, who's my coworker and also married to one of my, like, really good friends from college. I had him help me write, like, the final, like, this is it text. Um, and it was basically like, you know, I think you need to re- like you need to respect my decision. I don't like feeling like I'm being convinced into making a decision I don't want to make. Um, my answer is no. And I don't think it's a good idea for us to have something on the calendar, you know, a month away from now. So I'm going to just have to say no overall. And this is how we should end things. And so he finally got the picture after that message and was like, OK, it's done. Bye. Oh, and that God. was it. But, oh, my God, like, the whole experience of, like, having to text him and tell him no and then fight a battle of all the reasons why it's a no and explain myself. Like, it was very, like, it was very eye-opening, I guess, because I started to write these things about how, you know, the reason is no because I'm not in a place right now where I'm looking for a relationship I really just, like, love my life right now, and Mm -hmm. I don't want to have to, you know, accommodate anyone else. Is it? Because he was obviously not the right guy, of course. Right, right. But, like, if the right guy came along, would you reconsider? Or are you really, like, in a good, like, single vibe right now? I, I guess a little bit of both. Like, I really, like, 
I felt like I typed it as like a nice way to let him down. But like, as I was writing it, I was like, this is so true. Like, I really do feel this way. And I, I do love my life right now. And I do love being accountable to no one but me. I love not having to text anyone constantly. Mm-hmm. Like, I just, I am so, I'm so content. Yeah. I don't need anything. Yeah. And it was like, I had like a revelation and I was like, I'm, I really do feel this way. And it's not just waiting for the right guy. I'm not, you know, I guess if the right guy came along, sure, that might change things. But for right now, like, I'm not really actively looking for him. Mm -hmm. So I guess that was like, I, I had a big revelation because seeing him being that needy, it felt like looking in a mirror of me six months ago. Yeah. And how I was, I guess, at the beginning of the podcast and, you know, in like how I acted on dates and with guys in general, you know, around that time, which was like willing to change, willing to compromise, trying to talk them into it Mm -hmm. when like it really just, it wasn't the right thing for either of us. Um, And now I'm like at a place where I'm not that needy. And I guess like everyone always says, like when you stop looking, that's when you find something, you know, you just need to be like, confident and content with your life and then some you know then the universe rewards you and I I feel like it's so true Mm. um so I don't know it was just a big it it really made me reflect a lot and realize that like my takeaway from my past six months of dating is that I am not looking for anything that's good I mean that's great yeah yeah and to go super shitty guy to make you realize that but you know that's good yeah, but so it's good. And now I'm like, I've accepted that and I'm at terms with it. And I feel like this weight has been lifted off of me. Like, mm. I'm not like, I don't have this like anxious energy around dating where it's like, I'm trying desperately to find the one. It's like, yeah. no, I'm just living my life. And if the one come, you know, comes across, then okay, we'll talk. But for now, I'm not actively chasing it. That's good. Yeah. Um on the topic of realizing stuff. Um, <laughs> like realizing stuff. Realizing. Just to briefly recap on Mormon, um, we had a second date and he was sick. And, you know, like, honestly, the sex wasn't great. But, like, I talked it up to him being sick and I really liked his personality and blah, blah, blah. And then I added him on Snapchat, like, a couple days later. And through my own life I've been busy for the last two weeks so it hasn't been an opportunity for us to hang but he doesn't know why I've been or I've been busy at all he doesn't know that I was you know with work he didn't know I was on antibiotics for five days like he doesn't know any of this stuff and like in those two weeks that passed like he didn't hit me up to hang out either one of those weekends two weekends went by the third counting this one and at that point, it's like you have me on snapchat and you have my number and I I know exactly what he wants he doesn't want a relationship and he's definitely somebody who is like boyfriend material, husband material, someone I can like would actually date. And I realized that probably in the past, like again, like maybe in the beginning part of when we part started this podcast and even before then when I just got into dating, like I would force something or like try to make it work and like kind of like not be like that the the wedding date guy, right. but like really try harder and not read the signs of what was going on. Right. Um, And the sign was, like, if he's not, you know, reaching out to me and it's been two weekends, like, he's either dating somebody else or doesn't want to see me. And even though we left it off 
in a positive note where it was like, we can still keep seeing each other and then see other people. It made me realize like, do I want that? Do I want to, you know, just be someone's booty call right. while they go on to other people and I date other people? Yeah. Like, no, I, I like him for him. Like, I would seriously want to just date him. But like, he's not in that place right now. Um, so that was like hard because I don't meet people I like often. So to meet someone after all these months that we have all these things in common and then, you know, I mean, some things, not everything, but, you know, he had the good sense of humor and he was intelligent. He like ticked a lot of marks. He was like very attractive. Um, and then to kind of hear from that person that like they're not looking for a relationship, it kind of hurt. And I've been saying for months that I don't want a relationship and, you know, I like being single and all the guys I've been dating, I've probably dated for longer than I would have if I was looking for a boyfriend. I think I, because I wasn't looking for a boyfriend, I gave more guys that I really didn't care that much about more of a time of day. And right, right. it kind of changed my mindset, I guess, um, with more men because I realized that... I do want a boyfriend. <laughs> I do want somebody, you know, who wants me and like, and it makes me more picky when I like, you know, think about them in that way of like, okay, I'm not just like looking for a guy to sleep with or right. like have some fun with. Like I'm going to be, and I've been moving towards being pickier anyways, um, through a lot of my friends. <laughs> I, think I should raise my standards, but, um, present company. Yeah. <laughs> I also, in the same overlapping time of more man, I was dating this guy who is also from the burbs. We went on two dates. He was into me, um, really more into me than I was into him. And I, there was like no sexual vibes really. We like made out a bit and like, I just felt like nothing. I didn't even feel like a friend. Like I didn't want to be this guy's friend, you know, but, and he would like text me and try to text me like every day and stuff. And I just like, just kind of stopped responding. Like that also taught me, it's like, yeah, like, why am I wasting time on this guy as well when I have no, I'm not even attracted to him. Right. Like, I could, could sleep with him if I wanted to, but, like, do I even want to, like, go down that route? Like, not really. Like, I just feel like I'm, like, just being pickier in general. Yeah. And actually, I joined OkCupid <laughs> in the last week uh, or two weeks because I was, I realized I'm looking for something more relationshipy, and, like, Tinder is not, maybe not the best app to do that, so I went on OkCupid. Yeah, which um, is much more of a relationship app. Yeah. You know, matched with some guys and, like, did the survey stuff, and, like, I, right, I kind right. of enjoyed it more than, like, being on Tinder, too. So kind of the opposite of you right now where I'm like thinking like I am gonna put myself forward and but I do have to realize that like I would like a boyfriend yeah you know like that's just like that would make me like kind of happy and like we were talking about this a little before the podcast where it's like I would invite some of these like guys I really don't care about to like meet my friends or like to your birthday party or my friend's barbecue and it's not because I want them there. It's because I want, like, someone there. I want, like, yeah. someone to, like, be with, you know, with my friends. And, like, my friends are great. And, like, yes, um, I can hang with them without having a guy there. But, like, I just want someone inclusive in my life, you right, know? Right, So, yeah, um, I want to date. I want to <laughs> have a boyfriend. Dating with it's intention. It's a revelation, guys. It is a revelation. And I don't know... I don't know how that's going to happen, <laughs> but I think just changing in mindset yeah. will make me choosier with the people I yeah, choose. Yeah, and I think that the mindset shift is like, like, that's the biggest part of it. Like, 
you know, acknowledging the fact that you are now looking for a relationship, not being like kind of in denial about it and just accepting it and owning it. Like the type of like interactions that you have with guys will be more tailored to a relationship because it's in your mind now. Yeah. And I think there's like also a bad perception with like a girl who wants a boyfriend. Like you're like on the hunt or something and like that's all you care about. You don't care who it is. You just want a boyfriend. And that's like not the case at all. And I think it's hard for women to even admit that they want to be in a relationship why is that so fucking bad why is that like taboo right (laughs) like so what like you know you know why it's because if you are a woman who's you know who people know wants to be in a relationship like guys just assume that the next one of them that crosses your path will be the boyfriend no like they seem to think that they are a yes in your mind as long as it's like you know as long as they're willing yeah um and a lot of it like going back to Mormon, it was like he clearly did not like want anything i think i would have pushed it but i i didn't want to you know degrade myself in that matter you know like i probably could text him to hang out we probably would hang out but you know what it's not financially good to like you know see him he's like in a very odd part of the city to get to that's like probably gonna take an uber or like an uber part of the way or something or like seven trains yeah um like the sex isn't great like really like uh, there's so many things on paper that and he's not emotionally available like why the fuck would I pursue this like honestly like what like it doesn't make any sense and I think you have to think about it a lot of things logically it's like maybe not every person is like worth your fucking time right so even, even though you want them to be yeah yeah so I am taking initiative of the narrative and I am not texting him to hang and if he wants to text me to hang that's up to fucking him yeah but right now it seems like he's maybe in a place where you know having gotten out of a marriage recently and yeah. being back on the scene like he's probably in more of a place where he's like soul searching and figuring out what he wants and that's so, fine I, I i think he needs to do that 100 yeah. like yeah. i agree like i had to do that i was out of a three and a half year relationship and i dated around for a year and i got to this place now where yeah. i am so, uh, in conclusion, you're good with being, you're, like, ready to be single. Yeah. Officially, no strings attached. Yeah. I'm ready to be attached with a string. <laughs> <laughs> so, that's interesting. Yeah. I mean, we've come, like, a far away, I think, from six months ago to our first episode where we talked about the different apps and, you know, kind of the places and the guys we've been with. I don't think any of them have been particularly great. <laughs> <laughs> But it's it's been an experience. No, yeah. So um, I think, so we talked about this. A fun thing to do would maybe be, like, to recap kind of the top three guys that we've dated over the past six months. Maybe not the top three in terms of, like, guys, but the most, the ones that stand out in our minds most yeah. prominently. This is, like, more of a mental exercise. Also for the listeners, you know, like, we're going to give you kind of the we always get into the details and the background, the stories and the people and where they're from, what they do. But like a lot of that shit doesn't fucking matter. And I imagine this, like a friend telling you like really quickly what they're going through in their dating life, like over coffee and like what your gut reaction is to that. Yeah. So we boiled it down to like the bare bones of what this essentially is. Right. And what you would, you know, think about it. We're not going to answer ourselves immediately but like think about what you would do in that situation or advice you would right. give to your friend yeah so the way we're gonna do it is we're gonna go back and forth and Elle is gonna like say kind of a situation with right. a guy right. and I'm gonna give my gut reaction to it on whether or not you continue to pursue yes 
Okay. So I'm going to start. Start it up. Let me get my list ready. Okay. So the first one is probably the most longstanding one. So had a thing with a guy um, about a year ago who wasn't ready for a relationship at the time. Since then, he's had two relationships, including a current one, but we still talk and flirt via Snap. I'm not sure if it's ever going to lead to anything. Do I pursue? Um, my gut reaction is no. You know, just because he has been out. He said he didn't want one thing, but then he goes and he finds it with someone else. That just yeah. means he just doesn't want a relationship with you. That's what it looks like. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'll pick up the pieces of my heart elsewhere. <laughs> We're doing, it's obviously really hard to hear, yeah. but like sometimes, you, you know. You need to hear it. You need to hear it. Yeah. Like, guy is says he doesn't want a relationship, yet is dating other people that isn't you. He doesn't want a relationship with you. Yeah. That sucks. But and it, that's, it is that's hard true. to hear and it's hard to acknowledge, but I think it's important to acknowledge. Otherwise, you keep telling yourself like, you know, that the timing isn't right and it'll work out someday. But at the end of the day, if he wants it to happen, it'll happen. Yeah. Okay. I will go. So goes on two dates with one guy over two weeks, adds him on Snapchat, Two weekends go by and he hasn't hit you up for plans. Do I pursue? Again, answer is no. <laughs> um, I think, you know, like we just said, like if a guy wants it to happen, not even if it's just a guy that wants it to happen. If someone wants it to happen, they will pursue. Mm-hmm. You know, when you're interested, you pursue someone. And that's what it boils down to. So if he's not actively texting you, if he's not trying to make plans, like clearly he's not really super into it. Yeah. I'd say hold off. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So my next one is, all right. So I went on three dates with this guy um, a few months ago. And even though they were really good dates, he was too scared to make a move. So we never even kissed. Finally, we met up on a night out. Um, with friends and he was drunk enough to have the courage to kiss me um, very drunkenly and somewhat aggressively Um, after that I think he was too embarrassed to ever ask me out so we never went out again but we still text from time to time do I pursue I say yes I say this guy is shy clearly he it doesn't make the first moves unless he's like clearly inebriated um I say, like, I would shoot him a direct message, kind of like, or text message and just be like, hey, like, do you want to grab drinks sometime? You know, like, because also it's an embarrassing thing to get too drunk and, like, be sloppy. Like, he's probably, like, thinking, oh, fuck, she's not into this anymore. You know, he thinks he's fucked up. So I I would give him a a Hail Mary, you know, and, like, see what he wants to do. Like The thing is, we actually have, like, texted a few times and been like, yeah, we should get drinks sometime. But, like, we've never actually made concrete plans. And so I guess I've been deliberating. Do I try to make those concrete? I feel like you should. Like, it doesn't, there's no immediate disinterest coming from him. I, From my perspective, it just seems like he's just a little embarrassed and doesn't seem to think you're interested. Aw, so listeners, we finally have a yes. Or should I pursue? <laughs> okay. Um, okay, so go on two dates with one guy. I'm feeling zero sexual vibes towards him, but he's super into me. Uh, moving to, but he's also moving to a different state in a month. He requests to add me on Facebook. Do I pursue? Okay, so like we talked about on the social media episode, which was episode 16, Facebook is very permanent and very concrete. So if this guy is 
seemingly really into you, but you're not that into him. I think having him as a friend on Facebook, like he'll just continue to follow your life kind of and almost like hold out hope in the back of his mind that someday you'll cross paths again. And like, God, yeah, I just I think it's unnecessary. I think if you're not into him and he's moving anyway, like let that be the opportunity for a sweet goodbye. Yeah. Or an unspoken one. Yeah. I agree. <laughs> Do not pursue. Okay. And so my last one. So, met a guy in real life and had the best first date that I think I've ever had. Um, we had so much chemistry and just everything was perfect. And, like, I really thought it was going to lead somewhere. Um, I texted him after the first date in hopes that he would ask me on a second one, but he never did, even though I left the opportunity there. It's been a few months. Do I pursue? No. Again, he has your number. He knows where to find you. Uh, he has you on other things as well. He, unless he's dead, he's or not. He's either uh, dead or not interested. Well, he can't be dead because he viewed my story this morning. So, okay, that tells you all you need to know, really. And, like, I also think first dates, you can have a really good first date with somebody that doesn't mean they're ready to, you know, meet you again or doesn't mean anything else i think a first good first date is obviously good chemistry is definitely there but like having connection with somebody does not mean they're your soulmate and i think that's something we all need to realize like that's not the only person for you just because you have a good date or a good chat for an hour with someone does not mean they're perfect so i would cut your losses and your dignity and move on oh you're killing me <laughs> I really wanted to hear a yes on this and then have that bit of a hold out for romance and it'll it'll happen. Months, mate? Like, what the fuck? I gave you your soul holding a flame to him. So, um, I just want to throw your own words at you that a few months ago you told me to throw a grenade and ask him out for drinks and see... Yes, you, know, you already threw the grenade. I didn't throw the grenade. Oh, you didn't? The grenade has not been thrown. Oh. Well, I mean, I, I stand with the grenade, but like... Maybe I, I thought I thought you already threw a grenade at the situation. I no. thought you like were like, I'm sure you did. I'm sure you were like, let's meet up for drinks after. And he was like, no, or didn't respond. No, hmm. I literally I never texted him again since then. Never like DM'd him again. Like have, you DM'd him when you came back from Europe. Yeah. But then after that was when we talked and I was like, oh, I DM'd him. And he didn't take the opportunity to ask me, you know, to get drinks or meet up or anything. And you were like, mm, throw that grenade. And you did never threw the grenade. I never threw the grenade. Well, now too much time has passed. I mean, months. You think? I mean, okay. Really, like, you could... So when we're talking about throwing the grenade, if you didn't watch this episode, <laughs> it's like when it, you really have, like, a kind of, like, final, like, there's no real end or, um, like, conversation of ending that you want to know if it's going to happen or not. Like, you just send that, like, grenade message where it's like hey do you want to hang out and if they respond then they are interested and if they don't respond they're not interested and then you know even if it's a bad answer and even if they ghost you like at least you right, know right it's getting that concrete it's really turning a soft rejection into a hard rejection yes, yes it's saying you know it's not that we just like fell off and that there wasn't like a chance it's like do you want to go out with me or do you not okay well in a situation where you didn't throw a grenade i would you know how many months exactly uh like Three. <laughs> I still think you can throw a grenade at it. I still, yeah. I mean, I mean, the first advice 
also still stands you know he still has your information he still hasn't hit you up like again you know you're not like unreachable like he could have asked if he wanted to so it begs the question why hasn't he yeah (sighs) i mean if you want to hear a hard no i would say throw a grenade I think I need to hear it or else I'll never have that peace of mind. And that's fine. And I'll that's always fine. wonder. Some people you just need to, you know, hear a hard no from. Some people you don't care for. All right. Here's my last one. My last quickie. You reconnect with an old high school flame, but he lives in a different state. Uh, you guys flirt over a snap, but no solid plans to meet up because of distance. Do you pursue? Um, I would say, like, keep it in your back pocket. Mm-hmm. Don't like don't go crossing state lines for him unless you have to right um but you know like sometimes that's like a nice thing is when you like have a connection with someone but you're not like geographically close um and you can have them as like a maybe someday yeah um so I I think like keep it in your back pocket you know don't like you know if he snaps you casually snap back casually don't you know, expect it to turn into anything overnight. But, like, maybe someday your paths will cross and you'll have a really great round of drinks and catch up and... Have sex. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. I just really want to have sex with this guy. And it really... Oh, he's, like, such boyfriend material, too. So I guess... um, But, yeah, I mean, I'm definitely going to keep snapping him. Yeah. But casually. Soft pursue. Soft pursue. And uh, (laughs) wait till later. (laughs) Yeah. I guess it's so it's so interesting to see how like these things that we think are so unique and yeah these guys like oh no there's like all of these very specific reasons why this guy is so different and this situation is so different but like really you can kind of boil these things down to a few sentences and the answer is pretty much the same across the board yeah um take this test and do it with your friends and just like literally literally look at the last like three relationships you've been in like we have and boil it down to like a fucking paragraph or not even like a sentence like three sentences and like really think about what you would give your friends advice if they you know asked you about this guy that you happened to be seeing for a bit and then they did this what would you tell your friend in that situation right and if it's like a no then you know you know just be honest with yourself like when you spell it out like objectively like the way we did like sometimes the answers are hard but like they're mostly true and i think once you simplify it that much even for yourself you kind of know what the answer is. Yeah. Like, while I was reading out that first one about the guy that I still kind of flirty snap with, but he didn't want a relationship, but he's been in relationships, like, I could have answered it myself and said, yeah, clearly he just didn't want a relationship with me or he would have made it happen. Yeah. So it can be hard to hear, listeners, and, you know, don't go trying this on your friends without giving them a, you know, a a warning that there might be a advice that's too harsh for them to hear but try it on yourself yeah and we're gonna come back soon i know it's the end of season one yeah and the end of the episode so b what are your plans for between now and um season two are you doing anything well um we're not gonna start season two for maybe like a month or two so we're not gonna take that long of a break really um But for me, it'll be like a lot of career focused things and there's a lot of like changes that could potentially happen. So I'm just excited to like kind of take more of a uh, focus on my career, really. 
and professionally and like trying to move out and like yeah just like kind of do something with big with my life that I really want to do which is for me it's moving out and I, if I could do that you know by the time the next season starts up that would make me like really happy I yeah. think a lot of it is tied to you know living at home so yeah yeah you'll be in a completely different d- dating place once you're living you know out of home too yeah um so for me I guess I'm going to continue dating at the same pace I am right now which is okay. like not super active but like you know if something crosses my path I'll I'll see where it goes but I'll keep swiping for swiping sake we'll keep swiping we both will yeah yeah we're gonna I mean who knows yeah we're probably both gonna be single in two months probably probably so but you know I'll still give it still keep giving it a good old college try and yeah and we're gonna do like a lot of fun development stuff for episodes in this like next two oh months we're not God. taking like a holiday guys we're still gonna be doing shit like working on season two guys we have so many good ideas for season two and we're so excited and i'm having such a hard time not leaking them yeah please. so um it'll be worth the wait yeah and um thanks for listening thanks for listening if you've been an episode one listener like thank you for tuning in and like listening to our rambles and you know i think we grew a lot as podcasters and you know people um since then yeah and hopefully we help people out i would like to think we did yeah emotional 17 episodes it is (laughs) you guys have been with us from the very start so um again another chance to plug please send us any questions comments any future topics you would like to hear um not your girlfriend's podcast.com um we're welcome to all of your submissions and we would really love like some feedback on what we could do for season two that maybe we didn't touch upon in season one or um you know any totally. other any other suggestions and we're still gonna be active on instagram and we're still, still gonna be active on twitter we'll be so active as fuck on twitter so follow us on twitter um we are taking a break but not leaving anytime soon we will be back yeah so hang in there keep swiping keeps dating and we'll uh we'll be here too see you in a few months oh bye guys <laughs> bye